0: Live on tape from the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City,
1: it's Stephen Cole! (laughs)
0: Style <laughs> WELCOME, WELCOME ONE AND ALL IN HERE, OUT THERE, ALL AROUND THE WORLD, MR. AND MRS. AMERICA AND ALL THE SHIPS AT SEA. WELCOME TO THE LATE SHOW. I'M YOUR HOST, STEPHEN COLBERT. AND IT HAS BEEN... <laughs> IT HAS BEEN LESS THAN A YEAR SINCE THE JANUARY 6TH VIOLENT INSURRECTION UP ON CAPITOL HILL, AND I THINK WE'VE ALL GOTTEN A LITTLE TOO COMFORTABLE WITH THE NEAR DEATH OF THE REPUBLIC. WE MIGHT PAY MORE ATTENTION IF DEMOCRACY DIED ON A PELOTON. (laughs) THANKFULLY, THANKFULLY, AND AGAINST THE EXPRESSED WISHES OF EVERY REPUBLICAN IN CONGRESS, THE HOUSE SELECT COMMITTEE ON JANUARY 6TH DOES EXIST. AND RIGHT NOW, THEIR CRITICAL INVESTIGATION. Their critical investigation is focused on former White House chief of staff and man at a bar failing to look smooth while telling a woman to call him. <laughs> Mark Meadows. <laughs> Meadows, now, he initially agreed to cooperate with the committee, and then, surprise, surprise, he changed his mind. So yesterday, the committee recommended holding Meadows in contempt of Congress. Yeah! OK? A BOOM! A BOOM!
1: LOCK HIM UP!
0: THOUGH I'M NOT ENTIRELY SURE HOW CONGRESS PUNISHES YOU, WHETHER IT'S A YEAR IN PRISON, OR WORSE, A YEAR OF WATCHING C-SPAN. <laughs> REMEMBER THEIR SLOGAN, C-SPAN, IT'S TOILET WINE FOR YOUR EYES. <laughs> NOT SURE WHICH ONE IS worse. AFTER THE VOTE, after THE VOTE, MEADOWS WENT ON FOX NEWS TO COMPLAIN. This is not about me holding me in contempt. It's not even about making the Capitol safer. We see that by some of the selective leaks that are going on right now. This is about Donald Trump and about actually going after him once again, continuing to go after Donald Trump. No (laughs) (laughs) Of course! What do you think? OF COURSE, IT SEEMS LIKE THEY'RE GOING AFTER THE GUY WHO PLANNED IT. REMEMBER WHAT BONNIE SAID AFTER THE FED SHOT UP HER CAR? WOW, THESE GUYS SEEM REALLY MAD AT CLYDE. (laughs) THE BIG STORY, BIG STORY HERE, OF COURSE... IS WHAT ELSE THE COMMITTEE REVEALED LAST NIGHT. TURNS OUT, DURING THE RIOT, IN THE HEAT OF THE ACTION, MEADOWS RECEIVED URGENT TEXT MESSAGES FROM MULTIPLE FOX NEWS HOSTS AND THE PRESIDENT'S SON, DON JUNIOR, WHO WROTE, WE NEED AN OVAL OFFICE ADDRESS. HE HAS TO LEAD NOW. OKAY, THAT REVEALS TWO THINGS ABOUT DON JUNIOR. ONE, HE KNEW HIS DAD WAS RESPONSIBLE AND FAILING TO LEAD. AND TWO, HE DOES NOT HAVE HIS FATHER'S CELL PHONE NUMBER. (laughs) You can't give it to him. You can't give it to him. You cannot give
1: Don. But he can't give it
0: to him. You cannot give Don that number. It's too risky. He might give it to Eric. Oh,
1: my goodness.
0: In one text, in one text, uh, Fox host Laura Ingram begged, Mark, the president needs to tell the people in the Capitol to go home. This is hurting all of us. He is destroying his legacy. So, the January 6th, ATTACK SCARED LAURA INGRAM. AND KEEP IN MIND, HER SIDE GIG IS APPEARING IN YOUR BATHROOM MIRROR IF YOU WHISPER, MEDICARE FOR ALL, THREE TIMES. <laughs> AND SHE MURDERS YOU. OF COURSE, HOOKS yeah. <laughs> YOU. NOW, THAT'S TRUE. THAT'S TRUE. THAT'S A FACT. YOU CAN LOOK IT UP. OF COURSE, THAT WAS HER HONEST REACTION OFF CAMERA. On camera, she knew the assignment. She kept up the lies. Earlier today, the Capitol was under siege by people who can only be described as antithetical to the MAGA movement. Now, there were likely not all Trump supporters, and there are some reports that Antifa sympathizers may have been sprinkled throughout the crowd. Oh, sure, that makes sense. They weren't his supporters. That's why, to get them to stop, Laura sent all those panic texts to the man responsible, President Bob Antifa. <laughs> Ingraham wasn't the only Fox fraud freaking out. Meadows also got texts from a bunch of Fox stars Brian Kilmeade, Sean Hannity. He even got an Instagram post from Judge Jeanine's box of wine. <laughs> now, keep in mind, THESE FOX NEWS HOSTS PUSHED THE BIG ELECTION LIE FOR MONTHS LEADING UP TO JANUARY 6TH. AND THEN WHEN THEIR OBEDIENT VIEWERS STORMED THE Capitol, THEY ACTED ALL SURPRISED. REMINDS ME OF CHARLES MANSON'S STATEMENT AFTER HE WAS ARRESTED, THEY DID WHAT? I WAS KIDDING! HELTER SORRY! (laughs) SPEAKING OF THAT'S HOW HE SPOKE. PEOPLE FORGET THAT'S HOW HE TALKED. Speaking of the insurrection, uh, we're getting more news about the people who have actually been arrested for it. I'll tell you the latest in tonight's edition of Seditionist Roundup Roundup.
1: The capital was stormed by the Moo Klux Klan.
0: Tonight in the Saddy Wagon, we've got rioting realtor and stepmom telling you your dad just went missing. Jenna Ryan. Ryan was famously the insurrectionist who took a private plane to the insurrection. She's scheduled to go to jail in the new year, and now she's reportedly preparing for her 60 days behind bars by learning prison slang <laughs> and speaking with prison consultants, explaining, I may have people that try to run hustles on me, try to trick me. Yeah, yeah, you have to be careful. You might have people trying to run hustles on you. For instance, anyone calling themselves a prison consultant. <laughs> in an interview... I got a little something. I got a little something. In an interview, Ryan claims she's learned a lot about how to act in jail, saying, I now know that the general rules are you don't talk to anybody, but since I'm also a life coach, I can imagine that I'll end up making some pretty genuine connections while I'm there. Life coach. That makes sense. All the best advice I've ever gotten starts with an inmate from the Dallas Correction Facility wants you to accept a collect call. SHIFTING TO THE, UH, SHIFTING TO THE PANDEMIC, COVID NUMBERS ARE UNFORTUNATELY ON THE RISE, AND SADLY, SOME PEOPLE ARE STILL REFUSING TO GIVE THE VACCINE. LIKE GENERAL HOSPITAL ACTOR AND ABOVE-GROUND POOL SALESMAN WHO HITS ON YOUR WIFE, <laughs> INGO Rademacher. LAST MONTH, THIS RANDOM COLLECTION OF CONSONANTS WAS FIRED BY ABC <laughs> BECAUSE HE REFUSED TO GET VACCINATED. And last night, the General Hospital actor sued over the vaccine mandate. Sorry, buddy, but you have to follow the medical advice. You're on General Hospital, <laughs> not general stuff I read on Facebook. <laughs> now, if you're. His name, his name would be Now, if you're unfamiliar with Ingo's work, congratulations, you have a day job. <laughs> but. For the last 25 years, Ingo has played the character Jasper Jax Jax. <laughs> the name's so dumb, they jacked it twice. <laughs> and uh, Ingo Jax's argument is that ABC's vaccine mandate violates his religious freedom, explaining in his legal filing, I am entitled to a religious exemption on the basis of my deeply and sincerely held moral belief that my body is endowed by my creator with natural processes to protect me. Now, a lot of people are saying that Ingo Rademacher is being ridiculous. Unless that's not Ingo Rademacher. (laughs) It's Ingo Rademacher's twin brother, Vigo Rademacher, who just woke up from a coma (laughs) after being pushed down a flight of stairs by... THE WEALTHY HEIRESS LADY ZANZIBAR. (laughs) WHO, WHO IS SECRETLY HIS LONG-LOST SISTER, SANDRA GILBERTSON-GILBERTSON, WHO IS ALSO HIS LOVER, WHICH HE DOESN'T REMEMBER BECAUSE HE HAS AMNESIA. (laughs) OR MAYBE, OR MAYBE, JUST MAYBE, IN ONE FINAL TWIST, NONE OF THAT IS TRUE. And Ingo Rademacher is in reality just a stupid dingus. that's, 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 That's the one. That's the one. That's the vibe I was thinking about. COVID is getting better in some places. New Zealand Prime Minister and dear friend of the show, Jacinda Ardern, announced recently that under the country's COVID guidelines, orgies. OF 25 PEOPLE (laughs) ARE GOOD TO GO IN NEW ZEALAND. Mm. Uh. (laughs) KIWI! THE ORGY RULE CAME UP DURING AN INTERVIEW WHERE PRIME MINISTER Ardrin WAS DISCUSSING HOW TINDER FITS INTO into NEW ZEALAND'S COLOR CODED TRAFFIC LIGHT COVID WARNING SYSTEM. I KNEW THIS
2: MOMENT WOULD COME, Um, (laughs) BUT I I CAN CONFIRM that, THAT TINDER LIAISONS HAVE REOPENED. <laughs> Great news for my friend. It's not it's not strictly embedded in the traffic light system, but um
1: it is a given up to twenty-five, actually, in a red area.
0: I'm guessing if you have twenty five people at your sex party, there's gonna be more than a few red areas. <laughs> there are still <laughs> there are still restrictions in place, but reportedly Orgy groups everywhere in New Zealand are already rejoicing. (laughs) And I'm being told we have footage of that. (laughs) We got a great show for you tonight.
1: Coming up, meanwhile.
0: Glad you're feeling good. John, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm high as a kite, and I'll tell you why. Two reasons. One is our two guests tonight, Henry Cavill and Jonathan Groff. Two extraordinary... Two, extra, uh, two uh, extraordinarily talented and extraordinarily attractive men in their own right. In their own ways. The piercing baby blues. Uh-huh. I'm going to lose myself in the limpid pools of these guys' eyes. Send in a scuba team, frogmen, yes. uh-huh. after me yes. to fish me out of these guys' eyes. Started. It's unbelievable. Yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. get the bends coming up out of Henry uh-huh. Cavill's <laughs> eyes tonight.
1: Eight, eight. The
0: second is, I'm done with my Christmas shopping.
1: Oh, you're done. I'm you're done, done baby. Finished.
0: <laughs> done. Ah, I hope people true. like it. Yes. His daddy's done. Wow. Is you that, got have it, you finished your Christmas shopping? No, but is, is that early for you? Or oh, is yeah. This, this is early. Oh, okay. I'm 100%, and I'm sure I've forgotten somebody. I'm sure, like, on December 24th at 5 o'clock, I'm going to oh. be hauling ass down the highway yes, yes, toward, like, a hardware store to buy my father-in-law a wrench. <laughs> Let's cut that out, because I don't want him to know I'm getting him a wrench. <laughs> you know, folks, if you watch this show, and I hope you do, <laughs> then, you know, I spend most of my time right over there. CAREFULLY UNWRAPPING THE DAY'S NEWS, PLACING THE FINEST, MOST TOPICAL ORNAMENTS UPON THE HAND-CUT DOUGLAS FUR OF THE DAY'S TOP STORIES, (laughs) SPRINKLING BIODEGRADABLE tinsel ON THE boughs WITH PRECISION AND DECADES OF TRAINING THAT COMES ACROSS AS EFFORTLESS, CHECKING EACH JOKE BULB FOR THE OPTIMAL TWINKLE AND FINALLY TOPPING IT OFF WITH A FAMILY HEIRLOOM STAR TO CREATE THE MAGICAL CHRISTMAS MEMORY THAT IS MY MONOLOGUE, BUT SOMETIMES. SOMETIMES I BREAK INTO A HOME DEPOT, HUFF A BOTTLE OF GOO GONE, steal a pallet of two-by-fours, a pile of rusty nails, a bucket of discontinued faucet parts slap them together with a re- receipt paper and industrial adhesive, put it outside the living room window of the retirement home I was kicked out of for a very good reason, and <laughs> throw in a couple of mannequins stolen from a burned-out Forever 21 to create the hellscape crash of news that is my segment. Meanwhile. We're, we're telling a story here. STORY THAT heals, HEALS the NATION. <laughs> MEANWHILE, <laughs> BLOGGER AND TRAVEL WRITER GERALDINE DE HAS GONE VIRAL AFTER WRITING A REVIEW OF WHAT SHE CALLS THE WORST MICHELIN-STARRED RESTAURANT EVER <laughs> THAT SERVED 27 COURSES INCLUDING SLIVERS OF EDIBLE PAPER, SHOTS OF VINEGAR, AND THIS, A CITRUS FOAM SERVED IN A PLASTER CAST IN THE SHAPE OF THE CHEF'S MOUTH keep in mind it was served with no spoon no straw and diners were told to kiss the mouth of the ramekin in order to slurp out the foam i don't care how good it tastes i'm not sure if i want to immediately start tongueing down on one of my dishes i really feel like i should at least buy my dinner dinner first <laughs> meanwhile vaping has been linked to erectile dysfunction that comes as a real shock to those of us who assumed that blue raspberry cotton candy flavored smoke sucked out of a thumb drive would be good for your penis. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Meanwhile, bakers in Massachusetts have made the world's largest pot brownie that weighs 850 pounds and is for sale. However, EXPERIENCED EDIBLE USERS RECOMMEND JUST EATING 200 (laughs) POUNDS. WAITING A COUPLE HOURS TO SEE HOW YOU FEEL. (laughs) MEANWHILE, IT'S THE HOLIDAY SEASON. AND YOU KNOW WHAT THAT MEANS, CHRISTMAS MOVIES. WE ALL KNOW THE OLD CLASSICS LIKE MIRACLE ON 34TH STREET, IT'S A WONDERFUL LIFE, AND HOME ALONE. BUT THIS YEAR, VH1 IS PUTTING OUT A NEW CROP OF RAUNCHY-AS-HELL CHRISTMAS (laughs) MOVIES. The new horny holiday flicks include Adventures in Christmasing, in which a man brags about eating bull testicles to increase his sexual appetite, and Let's Get Married, which features a tight group of girlfriends debating the dynamics of tossing the salad. And if you don't know what that means, it's a little like what you're supposed to do to this ramekin. (laughs) And finally... FINALLY, THERE'S THE BITCH WHO STOLE CHRISTMAS, (laughs) FEATURING A GROUP OF DRAG QUEENS AND PROCLAIMED SLUTS DRESSED AS DOMINATRIXES SINGING AN X-RATED VERSION OF THE 12 DAYS OF CHRISTMAS. OKAY, BUT THE 12 DAYS OF CHRISTMAS IS ALREADY X-RATED. YOU GOT EIGHT MAIDS A-MILKIN', ELEVEN PIPERS PIPING, AND I'M GUESSING THOSE FIVE GOLDEN RINGS DON'T ALL GO ON YOUR FINGERS. (laughs) I FIND THIS NEW TREND DISTURBING. I find this highly disturbing because I'm not making any money off of it, which is I, which is why I, in conjunction with Paramount Plus, have produced a new slate of even nastier holiday soon-to-be classics that I'm calling Stephen Colbert's Triple Xmas. I'm on ho, ho, ho. Our host of holiday programming is so shocking that just like George Bailey, you're gonna wish you were never born. We're talking titillating titles like Hump the Herald Angel Sing, (laughs) Oh, Christmas Tree, I Saw Mommy Doing Santa Claus, The Pole Her Express, Miracle on 69th Street, Screwed Off the Red-Nipped Pain Deer, and, of course, Here Comes Santa Claus. It's all available... It's all available on Paramount Plus. A mountain of mounting. Coming up, Henry Cavill. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash specialoffer. All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ladies and gentlemen, you know my first guest tonight is Superman. He now stars in The Witcher, which returns for season two this Friday. Please welcome to the late show, Henry Cavill. We've never had a chance to talk before. We have not, but Uh, we're here now. We're here now. Yes, we are. We are here now. i got (laughs) to tell you, it still freaks me out when I hear your accent. Because you're so believably (laughs) an American to me. You're the the, the most American of all. You're Superman. Uh, Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It wasn't always your sentiment. There was. It was not always my sentiment. <laughs> On the old show, I believe I made fun of the fact that you had been cast as Superman, and I said, "We want a Superman, not a smashing gent." <laughs> but I, I did want to ask you this question. And this is a sincere question. I love the look of your Superman. Right. But I want to know how do you feel about the fact that he doesn't have the big red underwear. <laughs> <laughs> because he looks a little naked to me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We know how you feel. Putting it out there. Um, Yeah. I,
2: you know what? It was a bit of a hangover from strong men from 20s or something. And I thought, I thought that actually it it, it had potential to work. I mean... (laughs) Maybe not exactly those ones. Right, right. But uh... Admittedly,
0: his hips are wider than his shoulders. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I kind of miss the grandma panties yeah, on Superman. You know, I, I, actually, I really loved my suit. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yep. However, yep. if it were to happen again, I would definitely be open to the idea of adding the trunks in some way, shape, or form. All right, maybe
0: something tasteful, like a little red thong or something yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> just in the back. Just in the back. <laughs> red thong sounds like the name of a villain from DC. <laughs> I'm the red thong. <laughs> now, you also, and this is a true, true nerd cred, is that you built your own gaming PC. I did. Okay. I did. And now, I, I'm not a gamer. Right. I'M NOT A GAMER, WHAT'S THE VALUE OF BUILDING YOUR OWN GAMING PC? WHY WOULD, why would YOU DO THAT? Um, IT'S
2: KIND OF... IT'S JUST THE EXPERIENCE. YOU ARE BUILDING SOMETHING WHICH IS ENTIRELY custom TO YOU. IT'S THE DOING ALL THE RESEARCH, LEARNING HOW TO PUT IT TOGETHER, GETTING OVER THE TERROR OF THESE EXPENSIVE COMPONENTS ARRIVING IN THE MAIL, AND THEN YOU JUST PLUGGING THEM IN LIKE ADULT LEGO, uh-huh. AND THEN HOPING YOU DON'T BLOW UP THE HOUSE WHEN YOU PRESS THE POWER BUTTON. <laughs> AND IT'S REALLY, REALLY REWARDING WHEN YOU DON'T BLOW UP THE HOUSE. <laughs> sure, sure.
0: And then this thing just has the capabilities
2: that you need. That you want specifically for your needs. Yeah, whether it's um, editing videos, whether it's um, playing PC games, or both, um, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's tailored to you, and that makes it special. Where have the instructions come from? Or are you just like, it's asking it, friends? And what they you you. YouTube videos. There's actually a guy called Bitwick Kyle um, who I watched a lot of um, YouTube videos of, and he was absolutely fantastic. Um, He was really informative about how to do all this stuff. And then it's just reading the manual, um, which a lot of people don't do. And they end up asking questions online, and people always respond with RTFM. And that's it. Which is? Read the manual. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we have to take a, a, a brief break but please you stay Henry Cavill and you stay right there because we'll be right back with more of him Here, let's talk about the Witcher for a second for those of the people out there who are not familiar yep. with uh, Geralt and, uh, and his, his witchering what's a witcher?
2: A witcher is uh, a mutated human. They are taken in as uh, children, and they are fed all sorts of herbs and uh, magical processes. It's an alchemical process, and then they become faster, stronger, and um, able to take these uh, potions which would kill a normal man. Mm -hmm. And um, they are then trained to hunt monsters. And then they go out there as
0: mercenaries and hunt monsters for money. Uh, one of my kids has a question for you, which is that if you could take any of the potions that the Witcher uh, has, which as as you, Henry Cavill, what would you take? Would you take any of the potions? None of them. No. Didn't you hear what I said? <laughs> well, yeah. It toxic. Be... It will kill but... me. <laughs> okay, but. In... <laughs> But they also give you powers, right? Yes, they I mean, okay, powers. They're, they're
2: a different thing. They're a different things, yes. And um, when I play the games, the potions are very much a game thing. There's a little bit of references to potions in the books as well. Um, but I would say from the games, there was one potion which allowed you to breathe underwater, which seemed pretty cool. I mean, I love scuba diving myself, and so it would be pretty cool to do that without the gear. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. Where do you like to go? Where's your favorite place to scuba dive?
2: Um, I have scuba dived uh, in Florida and Fiji. Fiji was amazing. I would say so. Pretty really amazing, especially doing sure. night dives out
0: there and stuff. Night dives? Yeah. And you're not afraid of the sharky poos no, coming I... to nibble on your toes at night, you know? One hundred percent. Yes. So and, and did you see them? No, the trick is
2: you go you you dive with other people, and so hopefully when... they'll eat the other people. Well, not you. you're onto something, because what you do is. Because you all have these various uh, lights, whether it's headlights or um, literally like something, a flashlight you hold in your hand, um, you create this enormous pool of light around you all. So if you switch your light off and swim behind everyone else, the sharks can all see them, (laughs) but they can't see you. (laughs) And it's really quite terrifying, because you do see sharks on the outskirts of the light. They venture close, and you just see these white ghostly bodies in the water, and then they disappear again. Wow. that's really bad when you, you can't you, see them it's terrifying have you ever thought this is a bad idea <laughs> um i have never been in a really bad scenario yet okay um but they happen they happen they scary stuff happens down there
0: sure sure mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> no
2: <laughs> you should but, try it have you no, tried? i don't it?
0: want to dive at night i've dived during the day and that's lovely it's amazing
2: but... looking up and seeing the moon through the top of the water it is extraordinary i recommend it to anyone wow
0: and Fiji, just in general, I'm assuming, is also pretty nice.
2: It is absolutely beautiful out there. Really, really, truly stunning. Now, compare Fiji and Florida.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. you said Florida and Fiji, yeah. and then we went to
0: Fiji real quick with your story. <laughs> the diving is actually surprisingly good around there. Yes, and there are things that scare you on land in Florida, too. <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's Floridians. <laughs> definitely, definitely don't go out at night. Do not go day diving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Florida, okay, sure. we have a we have a clip from the new season. Uh, what are we going to What are we going to see here? It's you with a big sword.
2: It's me with a big sword, and that pretty much covers any scene we're going to see.
0: So, All right, yeah, <laughs> Jim, sword me. Doesn't look good. Looks bad for Geralt. Really bad. Henry, it's lovely to meet you. Thanks so much much. for being here. It's been a real pleasure.
1: Up next, Jonathan Grum.
0: (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest tonight is an actor you know from Mindhunter, Frozen, and Hamilton. HE'S NOW IN THE MATRIX RESURRECTIONS. Please welcome back to the late show, Jonathan Groff. Hello, hello. <gasps> good to see you again. Good it's to see you again. so
1: good to see you. Thank you for having me back. Now, here, here's the here's the thing.
0: I've I have seen the movie because I'm super cool and special. And uh, can I? Can we? What can I say about who you are? Like, what can I reveal? Can we reveal anything or? The internet is saying you're a baddie.
1: You're a baddie. Is that fair? You could say that. You're a baddie. But other than that, we should just leave it? I mean, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the rules. I I don't don't know the rules. But I punch a column that you just saw. Right. And And I have an interaction with Keanu. okay. So, all like that, those are that is very
0: evocative of some of the, uh, of the other scenes that we saw in the original Matrix trilogy. Exactly. I'll leave that explanation right there. Okay, perfect. No, but okay, so it came out in 1999, the original. You uh, were uh, quite young at that point, one imagines. Were you a fan? Like, were, when did what was your first encounter with the Matrix movies? I
1: was 14 when it came to the theaters. Okay. And then a couple of you, so I didn't see it then. Because. It was rated R, and I wasn't allowed oh. to go.
0: I forgot. I forgot. I right? forgot.
1: It's got the sexy. Yeah, 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 exactly. So then a couple of years later, I went with my friends to the Blockbuster video. Blockbuster, I everyone? remember that. Remember I that? Remember yes. That. For sure. That was fun. That was fun. I miss that. Right? Yeah. And we got the VHS. Sure, be kind, and rewind. The empty, yeah, exactly. Ew, yeah. Those empty boxes, and you would see if the movie was there or not. And we were very excited. The Matrix was there, and we had our minds blown. hmm Yeah. So what was it like to audition? So, th- so you've, you've seen this movie.
0: It's a seminal movie. It sort of changed, it's like, science fiction movies in, in kind of a profound way. It's really a, a brilliant film. So what's it like to then go to audition to be part of the continuation of this incredible series? I didn't know
1: when I went. So Carmen Cuba, who's the amazing... Wait, can- <laughs> you went into audition not knowing anything she texted me and she said there's a very exciting movie with a very exciting director will you fly to san francisco and meet said director on your day off from little shop of horrors i said yes and then i found out it was lana wachowski and i was meeting on the matrix and i thought well i'm not getting this (laughs) but i would love to meet lana i'm a huge fan Sure. so i went to san francisco and what what about the training for the actual like
0: kung fu did like what was that or do they just like jack into the back of your head and feed it in because they can do that now they can do kung
1: that fu. yeah exactly. elon musk is working on that now <laughs> <laughs> the chip oh, I, in the head I really so what kind that. what kind of training
0: are we talking here
1: so it was two months of of training with my my friend and trainer eric johnson in new york to get ready for the fight training which was about four months so you had to train for the training? I had to train for the training. Wow. Did you get big? Like, did you get, like, like you know...
0: I'm sure you're already fit. You know, your, the musical theater guys are always, like, you know, ready to go. Your dancers and everything.
1: It's got but the like, dance belt on always, just in case. Me, uh, too. Yeah, right? Me, too. I right tell. now, it's comfy. I can see it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tap shoes and a dance belt 100%. All the time. 100%. Um, yeah, I had to train for the training. And then when I got in for the fight training... I walked into the tent and Keanu is there in his jujitsu outfit, covered in sweat, going like pa 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 and I was like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Carrie Anne? Sure, is like Moss, fighting yeah. Carrie Anne Moss. Yeah, the incredible Carrie Anne Moss. Yeah, exactly. Trinity. She is like looking like she hasn't aged a day and is fighting literally twenty people." And I thought, wow, am I really going to step on this map? But I just put one foot in front of the other. I took all of my anxiety, Mm -hmm. turned it into rage as the character. They called me the savage in the training tent. Wow. Yeah. And I just, like, went for it. Now, you
0: said... I heard that you said that stage fighting is like making love. And I'm curious... (laughs) Why why is that? Because it's all fake. Why is it... (laughs) Why is that the case?
1: <sighs> is it, like, about trust and control and stuff like that? You're exactly right. Okay. It's a, it's a physical dialogue. So, <laughs> <laughs> if, you ever, if you ever cut an album of love songs, that's got to be
0: the name of the album. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Groth. Physical dialogue.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's you in a headband like Olivia oh, newton John. Yes. It'd be fantastic.
1: Yes, John mm-hmm. Travolta and Staying Alive. Mm. Just like yeah. Sure. Um, there's no lines. It's like it's like doing a love scene because you're telling the story with your body. It's more intense in a fight. <laughs> because and Keanu talked, like, kind of taught me a lot about this. There's like an agreement between you and your partner. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make contact. You're gonna put. Some... <laughs> <laughs> Go on. You're gonna hit each other. Mm. But you're gonna have a physical agreement that you're not gonna you're not gonna go all the way. You're gonna do it.
0: <laughs> go on. <laughs> you're so close. So close.
1: <laughs> and, and there's a camera. And there's a camera. Yeah. And there's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a camera. You know. And a director. <laughs> a director. And someone doing continuity. <laughs> <laughs> and there's
0: craft services exactly. and a union. You know, making love. The parallels are endless. They sure are. Speaking of the parallels of making love and, uh, shall we say, uh, a physical awakening, we are coming up. Uh, your breakout role was Broadway's Spring Awakening in 2006. There you are. Thank you. With Michelle, I just want to point out. So uh, y'all, uh, uh, you know, uh, in November the original cast came together for the 50th anniversary of the Broadway debut. Look at you guys now! How did you get hotter? How is that? Time generally does not make people hotter. You guys are scorchingly sexy oh here. God, thank
1: you, Steven No,
0: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We're the one who get to see it. Thank you. Oh, Any wow. advice on the rest of us to stay, how to say,
1: you know? You're killing it. You look great. Thanks. You can come back anytime. <laughs> but yeah, we did. You can come back anytime, man. Thank you. Thank anytime. You. Yeah. We did the Spring Awakening concert as a benefit for the Actors Fund.
0: Mm. And that's a,
1: that's, <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. You got it. You got this. I got so excited about the Actors Fund, and, uh, I forgot to swallow.
0: That's a wonderful. That's a wonderful fund. Yes.
1: Since March of 2020. THE ACTORS FUND HAS GIVEN OUT $24.2 MILLION TO PEOPLE IN THE ENTERTAINMENT INDUSTRY. EVERYBODY IN THE THEATER, YOU KNOW, ALL THE THEATER ACTORS LOST THEIR JOBS AND THIS this ORGANIZATION CAME IN AND SAVED THE INDUSTRY. SO ALSO, HBO AND RADICAL MEDIA PAID FOR US TO DO THIS CONCERT AND ARE MAKING A DOCUMENTARY ABOUT THE EXPERIENCE THAT'S GOING TO COME OUT THIS SPRING. Well. Jonathan,
0: a pleasure as always.
1: Thank you so much for being here. good to see you again.
0: This has been The Late Show Pot Show with Stephen Colbert. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 1135, 1035 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more.